Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Daily Thread. Sorry we missed you yesterday, but we but, had a wedding. So. Oh, oh, oh. So we were putter. We had a wedding. We were putter. We couldn't that? deliver, but we had a wedding. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But thank you for listening to the Daily Thread. Okay, first of all, I do want to mention, by the way, many people have been coming over to me and saying, hey, where did you get that shirt from? You see this collar? You see this shirt? It is the most comfortable shirt in the world. And I got it at Collars & Co. Happens to be, I got a call yesterday from somebody, a kid, I guess he got my number, and he just, he wanted to ask if his friend can get a shout out on Meaningful People. So I said, okay, I'll try, sure. And he said, by the way, Collars & Co. I said, yeah, that's it, collarsandco.com. Make sure to use promo code MEANINGFUL for 15% off. It is the most comfortable shirt in the world, and you'll look great. So go ahead and check that out. And of course, if you'd like to advertise on this program, just reach out to us at thedailythread at meaningfulminute.org or message us on WhatsApp, and we'll get you right here, part of the Daily Thread family, open and available to thousands and thousands of users. Well, we had a wedding last night in Lakewood. Sterling Stern got married, a big mazel tov to him and the, the extended Stern family. Um, and it was some trip. Well, How about well, you? It took me a couple uh, hours. He, he, you don't just say who he got married to. He didn't get married to himself, you know? That's true. He got married to Mindy Khan. <laughs> it's like a bar mitzvah. Yesterday was Shirley Stern's bar mitzvah. <laughs> no, That's he got married. Wedding, no? got, yeah, I know, but if it's just one person, it's usually a bar mitzvah. But but uh, let me just tell you something. Like last night, uh, I got on the way home, I also got a text message from somebody asking me about your shirt, by the way. Not to really, yeah. Was Nachi wearing that shirt without the buttons? I said, I, I don't know. I didn't look to see if there was buttons or not, but I think he was wearing that shirt. So there's a there, there's a perfect amount of buttons. Let's just say that. And they also have shirts now, the quadruplex shirt that you can get all the buttons. So does the collar detach from the um from the shirt, or it's attached to the shirt? Of course, it, look, I'm wearing it right now. It's attached to the shirt. It's a regular shirt. Okay, you it know, just happens to be extremely comfortable. Originally, I thought that it you could wear any kind of you could wear a t-shirt and then put a collar on. With a, I thought the collar comes separately, but now no, this is this isn't a circus, Abba. What? <laughs> oh, it's not. Um, I, I I thought that uh, I thought when I heard the company, the first name, I heard you start talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Collars and Company, Collars and Co. I, I thought it's just collars. Uh, it would make yeah, sense no. if, it was, if it was just collars, you know. Like this, you don't have to wear anything. You can just you can go swimming with a collar on your uh, around your neck and wear a tie into the I, pool. I get, I guess the co the co is represents everything else. But anyways, I went after this wedding last night. I went to Mike's Chicken. Okay, Mike's Chicken is is hyped up to be the best chicken in the world, best kosher chicken. And I got to tell you, where is it? Um, Where's Mike's Chicken? It's in Lakewood. It was five minutes from the wedding hall. So I I, I, I left before the chuppah and I got into my car to get ready for that ride home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I went there to get some food. First of all, it's packed. Second of all, they have a really, really um, cute store. It's a cute place. It's like old school. It's it's almost like a, it looks like the inside of a retro McDonald's. Not that I've ever been in one, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what what a retro McDonald's would look like. And it was very good. It was very, very good. Um, you could have stayed at the wedding very, and eaten there. You didn't have to leave early and go to Mike's Chicken. I don't think. But when when life when life gives you an opportunity, you have to take that opportunity. And I'm never in Lakewood, so I had to take that opportunity to go to Mike's Chicken. So who it just who'd you see there? What time were you there? And who was there? Was it crowded? Was it empty? It was very crowded. <laughs> I think I had the only smartphone in the store. A lot of flip phones. 
Um, was, I it, was, was it men and women or just men or just women? Who was there? The the men to woman ratio is probably 15 men to one woman. Okay. That was probably the, the breakdown. And they have tables and chairs so you could sit down? No. No, you do not. Nobody eats there. It's just takeout. Uh, it, there could be more than one. I, I don't know for sure, but this one was five minutes away from the wedding hall. It was near like Arc Mortgage. I don't know, but it was very good. Um, <clears throat> I know I discovered so, uh, uh, many years ago uh, in B'nai Brock to have pizza stores without tables and chairs because they don't want people sitting there. They don't want people to be able to fraternize and mingle with one another. So fraternize. If you want pizza, you could eat it at home or you could eat it in your car. You can't stay in the store and eat it. It's not good. And I think Lakewood runs the same way. I don't think so. I, I think there's many there's many restaurants that have chairs and tables in Lakewood. Well, no? I'm talking about Mike's Chicken specifically. That's why I, I'm not familiar with it. I asked you if they have tables and chairs because I suspected that there's uh, not just that there's no room for tables and chairs. There's uh, a motivation of not having tables and chairs. I wonder if that's the motivation. I really do. Well, is it a big store? Is it a little store? You said it's like a McDonald's, right? It's not. It's not. It's not especially large, but because they have no tables and chairs, they get very creative with their with their design and what takes up the space. You know, so it was very cool. What takes up the space? Well, they have like these ordering kiosks that you can order on, <laughs> like a, like these tablets electronically, and yeah. yeah, and they have like a big wall that says Mike's Chicken with like lights on it, and they have <laughs> so what you order, and they have like I, I got a sandwich. Well, I guess I'm guessing a chicken sandwich, right? Yeah, there was chicken. Yeah, there was chicken in it, and it was it was very good. Is it better than Holy Schnitzel? I don't know. Like it, it's probably similar, but because it's in Lakewood, it gets very, very like hyped up. But mm-hmm. I, I I think it's good. I think it's good. It's good food. Anyways, that's not what this episode is going to be all about. No, um, but that's a, that's an important what, issue anyway. Food is it is an important issue. Um, so we Nissan today, and we established a few days ago that one of the most important things about Pesach, besides celebrating Yisias uh, Mitzrayim and the Seder and the Matzah and Mara and so on and so forth, is the food that you're going to be eating. And uh, let me just yeah. say, I know that you met Bachikan last night. I met Bachikan last night. <laughs> Speaking of food, right? So uh, yeah, she made it to the wedding. It's part of her family. The caller is, I think, her niece, maybe. I'm guessing. I think it's her niece, actually. And, uh, you know, she's a very busy lady this time of year. She's shipping food. She's shipping food to, I think she told me, to 44 states in the United States. Listen, I I think anyone in the service industry is going to be, like, crazy busy this time of year. That's just what happens. It gets a little out of hand, like the Pesach chaos and frenzy. And I wonder, I wonder that if it was like this, 60 years ago i wonder like if um, maybe okay it's, maybe it's a it's a self-made issue like the frenzy before pesach no it's uh, as far back as i can remember uh it's always been like that uh going out to eat especially um a couple of nights before um before pesach it's like usser to eat in your house you're not allowed to eat in your house i don't know even, I, I, even if you're eating all pesach food you don't eat at home. You go. You got to go out to eat. If you should know, I I don't ascribe to that. I don't ascribe to that. I don't. I don't ascribe well, to you, that. You I eat think your house up until the last minute. 
up until Padikas uh, Chametz or up until you burn the Chametz uh, on Erev Yantif? When do you when do you eat your sandwiches, uh, your chicken sandwiches in the house until? Well, well, I, f- I first want to say that maybe it's not fair because I have never I made Pesach once. Right during COVID, I made Pesach in my apartment. Well, you should, we should say you're married only what four years. Yeah. Okay, so but, you have a pretty good record. Yeah, but but like that year that I made Pesach in my my apartment, like I don't know. I think everyone during COVID year, there was no frenzy. There there was no frenzy. There was none of that chaos because it was it was Yantif and it was COVID, so you couldn't. Do that. So everyone had to clean their car themselves and everyone had to give themselves their haircuts. And it was kind of nice. It was kind of nice and simple. Are you telling me um, the the barbershops were closed also um, during COVID, I guess, right? Um, I, I did not go to a barbershop. No, I did you, not go to a barbershop. You just reminded me, you cut your own hair? I think my wife come, my wife gave me a haircut. Oh, yeah. You know what I did before that uh, Pesach? And now that you talk, now that you mention it, I remember... Um, a barber who we've been using for many years, Mel. You know Mel, right? I know Mel. Mel came to our house and cut <laughs> and cut my ear in the house. Did he come in a hazmat suit without a mask? He put, cut my he cut my hair without a mask. You know, we both had COVID already. You know, we already had natural immunity, even though you weren't allowed to believe in natural immunity until Pfizer made their twenty five billion dollars. But let's not get into that. Yeah. Anyways, I so the point that I'm making is that. It was kind of nice when there was none of that frenzy and that wild. But I, I, but then again, there's so many people that make a parnasa off of that frenzy existing. So I don't want to ruin their businesses. You know, like so many people are making a parnasa off of uh, people flocking for haircuts and having to get car washes and mm-hmm. having to go out to eat four days before Pesach. Right. But may, maybe it's my my neshama that existed or my, my body that existed before I existed in this world that kind of thinks that... <coughs> in yesteryear, Pesach was, you know, it came and we did Nichamitz and we cleaned and, mm. and we didn't make this crazy chaos and frenzy around Pesach. We didn't get crazy. Oh. You know, I saw amazing, I saw an amazing, an amazing sign, a quote, I think it was kind of a joke, but it's also not a joke that says your dust isn't Chamitz and your kids aren't a carbon Pesach. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. don't make your, don't make your kids a carbon Pesach when you're cleaning for Pesach. Don't. You don't. There's no mitzvah to yell at your kids and to to ruin their process in getting ready for Pesach. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, that reminds me of a couple of things, but uh, uh, I won't interject. You can keep going. <laughs> I have nothing else. Do you agree with me or disagree that? Oh, uh, that, like, well, Pesach so let me tell exist? you. Let me tell you what it was like. Uh, I remember in 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 Crown Heights on Eastern Parkway. And I think at around, I think Utica Avenue, there was a uh, famous restaurant. It was called Famous. And the place was jammed. <laughs> the place was jammed the night before uh, Pesach. So, you know, things haven't changed that much. The restaurants here are, are gearing up like they're ready to, uh, I don't know, like they're ready to go to war. It's like a, it's like a war zone, uh, um, you know, preparing to uh, serve uh, Hametz meals because people have to eat Hametz up until the, Last possible second uh, of the day, you'll see. Uh, that's probably- also that's also something that is just such. It's I <laughs> I my opinion is it's such narish guy that you drive by a Dunkin' Donuts and Arab Pesach and stuffing. there are lines. They're stuffing out their faces. The they gotta get. Besides that, like you, you need to eat a ba- like you must eat a bagel now. Like you must eat a bagel. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. It's the last. The last vestiges of chametz for nine days. 
nine days nine days to go it's nine it's it's nine days so what like uh, uh, hello there's, there's no shortage of foods anymore on pesach by the way there's pesach pizza now there's pesach bagels uh there's almost there's pesach bread um unless you're labavitch unless you're labavitch and you, you mamish can't eat anything um yeah i guess so i don't know but i think everybody eats fairly well uh these days really so. tell me what chabad what is their specific halachas when it comes to pesach food they don't eat anything that has a peel on it anything that's right I, i've listen i don't want to get into that. i've heard about that um you know um I don't think that we uh, had that in my parents' house uh, growing up. Oh, no? Maybe it's because my mother wasn't from a Chabad family. She married into it. But uh, um, I don't want to get into a personal psychoanalysis of, uh, you know, how things <laughs> how things were uh, 50 and 60 years ago. But just so you should know that the, the restaurants were jammed, uh, and there was a frenzy for Chabad's up until the last minute, and there was a... Uh, uh, um, a um, what do you call it? A, um, a stampede. That's what the word I was looking for. There was a stampede for pizza after after Pesach. Okay, and um, there's a f couple of other things that you reminded me of that I wanted to say. Uh, one is that um, I spoke to someone yesterday who uh, is going to Morocco for Pesach. You know, there's four hotels uh, that are having Pesach in Morocco, in uh, Rabat, in uh, Casablanca. In in Fez, you know, uh, Morocco is only uh, it's a six and a half hour flight from New York. You know that it's fairly close. Really, Nachi and I. What you want to say? Nachi and I know two different people going to Greece for Pesach. Greece to do two different programs. Yeah, in Greece, in Greece. Yeah, you know, well. I th I th I think that the 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 peace in the world, world peace is going to come through a Pesach hotel being in some crazy location that's how it's going to happen I mean, like a pesach hotel in ukraine should be less very uh, should be should be that expensive if you can get a hotel or like pesach yeah pesach in gaza and there's going to be like uh, uh so let know. me just say uh about so you know one of the one of the big obstacles to going away this year for for pesach is that young defends on thursday night um yeah and people are going to be stuck over the weekend especially if you're going to orlando and you know we already changed the clock a couple of weeks ago and it's going to take, uh, unless you want to come and take your chances with flight delays on Friday, people are not. Are you reading a? Are you are you reading a book while we're recording? No, I'm looking for an ad in the paper that I wanted to talk about. Why? Next. Of course, Why? I reminded myself of something while I was talking to myself. <laughs> while I was talking to myself, I was thinking of something else. I'm trying to stay one step ahead. Um, You're doing a lot of page turning over there. I'm looking for the yeah. It's on the next page, I think. It's a, I think it's an, it's an elderly person thing to do is to lick their finger when they're turning pages. No, first of all, if you never if you never read anything, and you never turn pages, then you're not familiar with uh, how easy <laughs> it is. Are you saying I don't? Are you saying I don't read? No, I'm saying for young people like you who don't read. I'm not you. Not, oh, wow. not you specifically. I'm not I'm not talking about you. Um, it happens to be easier, especially with this kind of paper, to turn the pages when you have a little bit of moisture uh, uh, at the end of your finger. Now, did you, did you find what you, did you find what you were looking yeah, for? Yeah, I did. But what was I talking about before I? Um, <laughs> if it, before, since you're talking about uh, elderly habits, what was I talking about before I started turning the pages? I think whatever oh, it was about, you were talking oh, oh, about I was, was saying, a setup. No, I was saying it was an obstacle, uh, not being able to be home for Shabbos after Yantif. It was an obstacle for a lot of people. Someone told me that the rentals in Orlando were down 25% this year because people don't want to be stuck eating shmura matzah over Shabbos. They're going to eat eating shmura matzah and they're going to be eating only Pesach food. Where, where are they going to go to get food on Friday? 
uh, someone said to me they're going to go to Win Dixie in uh, in Orlando and they'll be able to get uh, regular food for Shabbos. I don't know. There's all kinds of questions uh, about that, uh, and it has to be looked into before you go shopping. Um, but the one program in um, in in Morocco uh, after Yontefet Thursday night, right? Uh, th- yeah. th- they have a 7 a.m. flight leaving Morocco huh. on Friday morning, and because of the time difference, they're going to land in New York at 10 a.m. Well, they're trying to get everybody out of there. So what I wanted to show you was an ad in the paper this week in the Five Town Jewish Times. Um, this, this ad, can you see it? Can you see this ad? They're, they're selling uh, a, a matzah bakery oven that you could buy and install in your house and bake your own matzahs. See the guy baking matzahs? Isn't that cool? I don't know if that is that such a safe idea. I don't know. It depends how it's constructed. So it's a very cool ad. It says uh, the hottest breakthrough: bake matzahs anywhere. Bake matzahs. All new personal oven designed to provide you with convenient and mahuda baking experience at home in shul or abroad. I wonder if you could pack this up and put it in your suitcase and get a, a matzah oven on board a plane. I can see. I can see shuls. I can see shuls getting it. And like baking matzahs as a kahila, I can't imagine a whole like a someone like a like a house getting it. Someone who owns a house, yeah. Getting but it. but you know the whole exciting thing about um, watching and we went when we were in yeshiva when we were kids, we all went to matzah bakeries, right? And I think right. we were all really overwhelmed by the the heat generated by these matzah ovens. I think someone once told me that it goes up to two thousand degrees, and the and and the, the the dough turns into matzah in in seconds literally seconds but here in this ad it says meet the electric matzah oven so it's electric what it's like what is it a toaster is there's, there's no fire involved i have to uh i don't have to investigate have to investigate a little further anyway. hey, listen if they if they pay us enough maybe we'll go ahead and bake matzahs in it on a daily thread how about that okay listen if they're listening they're forewarned send us a matzah send us a, send us one of these ovens and uh, we, don't, we don't have to keep it. We could just try. We could try to bake matzahs here uh, on the program. I guess you got to get dough. You got to roll it. It's not so push it, you know. I mean, it looks like it looks, push it. looks pretty cool. But it'll be it's an interesting concept to, you know, instead of you know, people are ordering certain types of shmura matzah and being told by certain bakeries, like in Borough Park and Williamsburg, where they have a lot of matzah bakeries, they're being told they're sold out. You can't have it, you know. Like no soup for you, no matzah for you. Um, so uh, if you have your own, the way the way to counteract that apparently is to have your own uh, matzah baking oven but at see, home. That's, but again, like that's part of the craze that I'm talking about that didn't exist during COVID, and it was very, it was very nice. It was like it's it causes a lot of pressure and unnecessary stress for many people this this like there's not going to be any more of this not going to be any more of that like uh, i think i think there uh, there's a lot of different stresses during covid you know people were seriously becoming very ill uh, no uh, obviously that's that, that 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 for sure anyone who anyone who anyone who was sick or had someone who was very sick and lost anyone it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a good experience. But you, all I'm saying you is had, this, you had COVID. This, this, you had uh, listen, you had COVID on, on, on Pesach, didn't you? Yeah. Three first, years ago. The first Pesach. Yeah. First April, Pesach? April twenty twenty. So you, you you couldn't even have a Shana Seder. had a Seder by herself. What? Shana had the Seder by herself. You had to just you had to I came out for a bed. second, I really didn't feel well and I went back to bed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a is it 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. I had a really nice. I had a, I had a really nice Seder during COVID. You know. Um. Good. Listen. You were forced to do it on your own. You know. One of one of the reasons that uh, there aren't as many hotels as there used to be, and there aren't uh, the rentals aren't going through the roof in in Orlando and other locations. Well, they're busy. They don't 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 think they're not busy. They're busy, but not like they used to be. Uh, one, of the, one of the people in the business say that one of the reasons is because that year, three years ago, people were forced to be home. They were never home before. Um, they uh, they uh, they see that it's possible to do, and it's not such a bad thing. So they're they're happy to be home again. Someone told me this week that uh, a person uh, he's in the music business and he's been going to hotels since he's a newlywed. And, you know, then he had kids. He has three or four kids. And one time, Pesach came out like this, would have ended on a Thursday yeah. night, and he came home with his 8-year-old and 10-year-old and 12-year-old. They came home to his in-law's house here in New York for Shabbos because there was no time to, you know, what they call switch things over or turn things over, whatever, however they refer to it as. Um, and uh, they went into their grandparents' house, and his kids came over to him and said, how come Bubby and Zadie have silver foil on the counters? What's the matter? What happened to the counters? Where'd the counters go? They, they never saw anything like that because they've been in hotels since they since they were born. So if you never made Pesach at home, you don't know what it entails. Yeah. Did you grow up having Pesach at home every year? Absolutely. We never went anywhere. We never went anywhere on Pesach growing up. You know, it was... Uh, it was a big uh, undertaking, a big uh, big task covering the counters. They don't have such, you know, state-of-the-art things to cover the counters with then like they do today. I'm trying to think. They did it. Uh, my mother did it with, um, I don't know, I, I think with that kind of like wrapping, like that brown paper, you know, that brown thick paper that you could tape down on a, on a counter. And then they had these inserts that went into the sinks, so you should have a, a, a kosher for Pesach sink. And, of course, you had different yeah. dishes. And, um, and uh, there, was a, there, was a lot, there was a lot involved. I was in a, I was in a barbershop the other day. Um, it's called Eurocuts, like Avi Eurowitz. And he told me that they plan to cut over 200 heads before Pesach. Like, that's the, that's the plan. And um, that's another industry that before and after Pesach, it is like... Super, super busy. Which, yeah. Any news story? Any, any, any news stories that you got today that are of interest? I, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen much that's so interesting. Oh no. Well, you know, I mean, Donald Trump, of course, is always, uh, you know, interesting whether he's going to be indicted or not. And um, oh, I tell you something interesting that's going on. Donald Trump, uh, you know, he says that I heard one of his attorneys say that he wants to be arrested. And and even though they want him because of the Secret Service and the New York Police Department, if he if he is a if they do indict him, and he has to be arrested, uh, sometimes when you have a high, pro a high profile person, they do it very discreetly. Uh, but now they see that uh, the left that is pursuing this uh, prosecution for political reasons, obviously, is um, uh, is thought that it was the best thing for them to really humiliate Trump by. Uh, by indicting him and ha ha uh, having him subject himself to a perp walk and to fingerprinted, take a mugshot, but they said no, it's not. They don't want to give him that kind of publicity, so uh, they want if they're going to indict him, and it's doubtful whether they're going to indict him. But if they do, 
they want to do it very discreetly, take him in through a back entrance, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, his, uh, one, of, one of Trump's representatives said this morning that Trump is insisting on being handcuffed, handcuffed in public. He wants to be handcuffed in public. He's just being, he's a, he's being chutzpah there. No, he's a, he's a show, he's a showman. He knows, he knows the media. He knows, he knows, he knows how it works. Anyway, you know, let's talk about the, the left, the leftists in Israel that are against judicial reform that we discussed on this program a few times, which you don't want me to discuss. You don't want to hear about because it's too confusing, I think. They're, they're planning this evening around now to march through B'nai Brak. Okay. They want, cool. Because I mean, that's not. They want. That's not, they want. That's not cool. They want to engage the uh, Haredi community because they believe that the Haredim are with the right, uh, with Netanyahu, with the uh, coalition that wants to introduce reforms to the uh, judicial process in Israel. So the 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 left is out of control. They're out of control in this country, and they're now out of control uh, in Israel. So. Uh, so there's a yes. there's a machlekes, there's a disagreement from the leadership from the rabbanim. Should people in Bnei Brak stay indoors and let the people from the left march through the streets of Bnei Brak, or should they come out and counter protest? Yeah, that's what, I hear you. Well, that's we'll find that's out. We'll cool. find out what happens. Uh, I guess later tonight or tomorrow morning. Yes, we will find out. Well, thank you everybody for listening to another episode of the Daily Thread. We'll be back at you with another episode. Of course, Monday on Monday morning. So listen, the numbers are getting a little bit better. Oh, they We're are now by I think seventy percent of you are still unsub are still not subscribed to our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So we 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 made a four percent turnaround. But listen, if you're watching this video on YouTube or if you're listening to this Apple on Apple on Spotify, just hit the subscribe button and rate the rate the podcast. Give it five stars because when you do that, more people can find this podcast that you enjoy so much and they can listen to it. Well, you should also mention, you know, places like this, this uh, matzah oven uh, and similar businesses can advertise here on the Daily Thread, on Meaningful People, on Meaningful Minute uh, and the other platforms that you have uh, by calling uh, or writing uh, whatever that email address is. What's that email address again? The Daily Thread at MeaningfulMinute.org The Daily Thread. Or you can, yeah, okay. You want to you, you want to read it back? Daily thread at meaningfulminute.org. and yeah, oh, I, I have to I have to do some research between now and Monday. I wonder if there's a matzo oven that you could also have in your back seat of your car, so <laughs> when you stop by a light, you can like bake some matzos. You know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> Probably a fire hazard, and that's, well, a, I think a, that's a car. A, a whole car is a fire hazard. You plug the oven into your cigarette lighter. After all, you have a cigarette lighter in the car. I know in my car, I have three cigarette lighters. Nobody smokes, but I don't know why there's three cigarette lighters. Maybe they're there for the cell phones. But as long as there's three cigarette lighters in the car, you might as well plug in a matzo oven and, and bake while you're it's a, sitting in it's, traffic. It's your it's your generation type of thing to call it a cigarette lighter. What's it called? What do you call it? It's for phones. It's for a phone charger. No, it's it's there. Uh, uh, it's there. It was created there to be able to light cigarettes in the car. And to this day, I I don't know if there's still a thing there that ignites. It's just there. Yeah, mostly for a phone cell, a cell phone attachment. But that's what it was originally created for to accommodate smokers, whether you like it or not. Anyways, kids, don't smoke. Not good for you. We'll be back at you Monday with another episode of Daily Thread. Thank Shabbat you so much for listening and watching.